Well, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. I'm bringing you this podcast because I felt like this needed to be addressed separately. And I didn't get a chance to address it in my last podcast like I wanted to. And I had a couple of other things that I wanted to address as well. What I wanted to talk about was the... I don't want to say murder because we don't know if it's a murder yet. Of a one-year-old child named Saya Deal. Whose father was Sidney Deal. Remember, this is all speculation. Until the autopsy is performed and they find out how she really died. Let me give you the circumstances of her death. I'm going to link the article below as well. Let me see if I can read a little bit of it to you guys to brief you on what I'm referring to. The topic of this um, article is toddler dies in hot car after father allegedly refuses police's offer to break the windows. Authorities said Sydney Deal, this is on peoplemagazine.com, by the way. I'll make sure I link the article so I can give them their just due. Um, this is not my article. I did not write this article. And it was writ by, written by Gabrielle Chung, who is a writer for People Magazine. Authorities said Sydney Deal declined offers to break the windows, call a tow truck, or get a locksmith when his daughter, Saya, was locked in hot car. A one-year-old girl in Vegas is dead after she was accidentally locked inside of a hot car and her father refused to break open the windows, according to authorities. Sidney Deal, 27, was arrested on Monday after rebuffing help from both his brother, which is a child's uncle, of course, and the police to smash open the windows and rescue his dying daughter, Saya, claiming that he couldn't afford to pay for any damages to his new car, the Las Vegas Review-Journal reported. Now, I just gave you enough information to probably piss you off. I'm sure you have lots of questions running through your head, like what the entire fuck? You guys know how blunt I am and frank I am, so excuse my language, but... That is just how I speak, and um, I'm going to be very blunt, as usual. I'm not going to change the way I am. But if you're here, you already know that about me, and you can get past it. (laughs) But this is so disheartening to think that a baby, because your one-year-old is a baby, toddler baby you know after they hit certain stages they change the names for them but anyway slice of this baby a one-year-old baby is dead because her father felt like his new and it's a nissan altima and i'm saying this for a reason as well his new car was more important than making sure that his one-year-old child was out of the car safe and in good health his car was more important 
he didn't he said he couldn't afford now if you have insurance on your car certain things are covered couldn't afford to pay for any damages to his new car now mind you they were just gonna break the window to get her out it wasn't like they were gonna take the door off the hinges or rip out seats or do any of that they were just gonna break the damn window to get the door open for her remember this is the new car This is a brand new car. When the officers arrived on the scene around 3.30, they offered to break the windows, call a tow truck, or get a locksmith for deal, who had left his keys inside the car, according to the outlet. That was citing an arrest report from the Las Vegas Metropolitan Police Department. Authorities said Deal declined and told responding officers that the child would be fine as the air conditioner was running. So instead, he decided to call his brother, which was useless because, as I stated before, your brother came there and he offered to get the car open by breaking the window and you again refused because you didn't want damages to your car. You refused your own brother to break the window to rescue his niece, which is what he wanted to do, because you didn't want damages to your vehicle. He stopped him and said he wanted to wait for a tow truck. Oh, this gets better, you guys. So he not only stopped the police officers from breaking the window, who, which, by the way, didn't break the window because they have to get permission from their superior. Now, this pisses me off because... You guys stop black men all the time for the smallest crime or not even a crime or things you assume is a crime and they end up dead. But you couldn't break the window to to rescue this little black girl that was in the car and get her out. Now is the time you choose to listen to black men now. It's so funny that a future black woman was involved and we're still on this protect black women thing because we're not protected and that goes back to to proving it starts at home and it clearly didn't start with her father and they definitely didn't trickle down to the police officers that this child was in a vehicle when you guys stopped black men for the smallest things and you couldn't break the window to save her life because you had to wait on the superior You don't listen to superiors any other time when you're dealing with black men, but you listen to them that day? I am behooved to believe that y'all would think that that is a smart decision. That was the dumbest decision I think has been made in the longest time. That was the dumbest decision. Now you listen to black men. At the worst possible time for you to listen to them. I guess the climate, there was trying not to get this man incited and have a police issue with another black man. But you know what? At this point, fuck that. They should have done that. Lock his ass up and break his window because his child, a child, is in the car dying. He said he didn't have the money to repair a broken window. But I guess you have the money for a funeral, huh? Because that's what ended up happening. His girlfriend, who, let me get back to that in another article, 
and I'm going to link that one as well. He had gone back upstairs after putting Saya in the car. He'd gone upstairs and was arguing with the girlfriend. He must have been up there for quite some time to be arguing with her. I'm also going to tell you what this other article said in just a moment. So you'd rather go upstairs, leave your one-year-old in a car unattended, which you claim the air conditioner was on, to argue with some chick? Fuck her too, because, excuse my language, when you knew his child was downstairs in the car, you sat there and argued with this man over his phone, which you refused to give him? Are you serious? You as a mother... Should have been more concerned about that child being downstairs in the car by herself than arguing with this dude over his phone. You gotta be joking. She offered to call a locksmith. And when she did call the locksmith, Mr. Deal didn't like the cost of the locksmith. So Mr. Deal declined the locksmith. He didn't like the post the price he was quoted and denied the services. The police believe Saya had been inside the hot car for about an hour when the officer was finally able to break open the window. Unfortunately, Saya was already dead, according to the publication. Police spokesman Larry Hadfield said Tuesday that the officers waited to break the window because Deal was adamant about protecting the car and they could see the child breathing. There's another contradictory statement. The father said the AC was on and the kid was playing. When the officers arrived, they saw that she was breathing. Hadfield said, according to the journal review. But the officers got concerned for the child's well-being and they broke the window. He's scheduled to appear in court on Tuesday. But he didn't hear, Mr. Deal is, but did not attend the hearing due to medical reasons. Hmm. Isn't that interesting? He was held on $20,000 bail, but he was bailed out yesterday or Thursday, I believe. They were unclear if he had retained an attorney to speak on his behalf. This is amazing to me. There's another article here on people. Oh, the neighbors are speaking out. Wait a minute. Oh, this is another thing that enraged a lot of black mothers. His mother spoke out and said that her son is a responsible son. And he was not negligent. Bullshit. Bullshit. He was very negligent. And let me add some things here. Her son, her grandchild was locked in a vehicle that has keyless entries with the keys inside. Someone did research particularly on a Nissan Altima and they have a Nissan Altima uh, one that's older than this and they said there is a button and they showed video 
on the outside of the door of a Nissan Altima where if your key is locked into the car, which the car will not lock because it's keyless entry and the key is inside. And that's the same way with a lot of cars. That was the same way with my parents' Toyota Avalon. It's the same way with the Chevy, uh, what is it, Caprice? Um, what's the Chevy called? Impala, excuse me. The Chevy Impala. It's the same way with that. With the keyless entry, if there's the key inside, the vehicle will not lock the keys up inside. Because the keys inside and it's keyless entry and it detects the keys inside. So it doesn't lock it up in the same way as with this Nissan Altima. So something in the milk ain't damn clean. Dude is lying. There's no way his key was locked into the car. And there was there's video footage from Nissan Altima to show how they operate. There's no way that his key was locked inside of a keyless entry vehicle. And it doesn't lock. That was a lie. Mr. Deal is lying. Let me see. He went to jail, but he, of course, I told you he may bond. Mm-mm-mm. The mother, Artavia Wilson, says, My son was not negligent. The way he handled it was not the was not that he cared more about the car. He thought his daughter was in air conditioning. Ma'am, your fuckboy of a son definitely cared more about his car than he did his daughter. If you're not even sure the air conditioning is running, hell, if you are, break the fucking window and get this baby out of the car. Fuck that car. He definitely acted like that car was more important than his daughter. He definitely acted like that. That's what he acted like. That's what he showed. That's what he showed. You refuse your brother breaking out the window to rescue your daughter. You refuse the police breaking open the window to rescue your daughter. You refuse the price of a tow truck. You had ample opportunity to get this little girl out of the car. You did not do it. Now, we're going to lead, lead to another part of, uh, of, of an article. In another article, it stated that rigor mortis had set in. Rigor mortis. Rigor mortis takes two to six hours. And I believe in warmer conditions, it will take longer to set in because it's a warmer condition and the body's being kept at the temperature that it would be at if it was alive, especially if the baby is trapped in a hot car. How the hell is rigor mortis going to set in on a body that is warm? Please explain. And if she had been only been in the car for an hour when the police arrived, who, again, I don't know how they saw her breathing. If she had only been in the car for an hour, then why was rigor mortis setting in? If it takes two to six hours. And I believe in conditions like that, it would take longer because of the heat and the, and the warmth. So how, how sway, as they would say, how sway? How, how is this possible? 
There's no damn way this possible. That's some old bullshit. If you ask me. I I don't see how that could happen. Rigor mortis is not going to stay in that fast. So this is the theory that's going around in the theory I believe. He killed her. Somehow she got killed by the girlfriend of him. Who knows that we're in there arguing. Who knows what the fuck happened. Excuse my language. I believe she was already there when she was put into that vehicle. They're doing an autopsy, so we'll find out. I believe she was already there when she was put into the vehicle, as I stated before. And that his bluffing and refusal and his hesitation and uh, his stalling is the best way to say it was because she knew he was dead. Because he knew she was dead. That's my opinion. As a matter of fact, that's a consensus. A lot of people are already feeling like she was already dead. In one of the, in, in there was a whole picture underneath that was a floating around, and it was his, it was his picture, and it was his his Facebook page where he was boasting and bragging about this car and everything. That's how we found out what year it was and how you can't lock a key up in a keyless entry Nissan Altima. And people were saying, someone claiming to be a family member, which I don't I don't believe that too much, that she was strangled. And that's what the autopsy revealed. Autopsies don't come back that fast. This girl was killed last week. Or she died last week. If not the week before it, but it was, I believe it was last week. How an autopsy is not going to come back that fast? It's not. Autopsies just do not come back that fast. They have to get toxicology. When they do autopsies, they do everything. That's the whole point of autopsy to figure out what the true cause of death was, and they had to do it everything to figure that out toxicology you know the person is I don't know the nicest way to say cut open you know autopsy they look for signs of abuse all of that that's not going to be back that fast so I'm skeptical about the family member saying an autopsy was performed and she was strangled you're probably assuming and speculating that she was strangled in the family. Like, we're assuming and speculating what happened to her as well. I, I That I'm not going to be 100% sure of or 100% believing until I actually have proof and they, the news sources say the autopsy is back. I don't, I don't necessarily believe that. But do I believe she was killed by her father? Possibly. I really am strongly leaning towards that. I am. We shall see, and I will definitely update you guys on that. Another thing I wanted to discuss was assumptions. People love to assume things about you when they're mad at you. And as a society, as a people, we have to stop doing that. Don't assume because I'm single. And 
obviously so and publicly so that there aren't people that are willing to do nice things to me. I'm not talking about paying my rent, but like sometimes people do treat me to things. I'm not always coming out of my pocket for something just because I'm single. I have friends of both sexes, male and female, that both know I'm in in a rough patch in my life. And just like people do nice things to other people, I'm not exempt from that. People do nice things to me all the time too. I'm not a braggart at all. I share things on my Facebook, Instagram, because I want to share them with my family. I don't have a re- my family and friends. I don't have anything to hide. I don't bolster back. I'm not out here doing Louis Prada Gucci, Louis Prada Gucci, and shopping and stuff like that. Popping tags. Because I ain't got it like that right now. I wish I did, of course. I wish I did. But that doesn't mean because you see me post something that I was given, which I was given something recently, that I'm out here bawling till I fall because I don't have it like that, unfortunately. One thing I won't do is neglect important bills in my household or in my life to buy something else. I don't I don't do things like that. That's irresponsible. That's immature. And this is why people get mad at me. Because when I tell you to mind your motherfucking business, that's what the fuck I mean. Stop assuming shit about me and stop assuming the the worst about me. You don't know my business because I choose not to tell you my business. Because, look, I'm being judged about some shit that ain't even damn true. And I'm 46 and I'm not explaining myself to a motherfucking soul. I don't care who you are. And I'll say that and I'll say that again. I'll say that to anybody. And anybody within the sound of my voice, that goes for you too. I don't owe you shit. If I owe you something, I don't owe you an explanation about shit to do with my life and my finances. It ain't your business. But I know one thing, I've never been fiscally irresponsible. I have never been fiscally irresponsible. I don't buy things in excess. I don't shop emotionally. I don't spend my bill money on frivolous things. Instead of paying my bills, I'm not out here bawling like I'm falling and doing what the fuck I want to do. That shit is some bogus ass bullshit. And if anybody believes that about me, fuck you. That's exactly what I said. What I said, that's exactly how I feel. Unfortunately, this pandemic had me hit a rough patch just like everyone else. I have no assistance. It's just myself. So I'm going to have to get out here and grind and hustle do legal things to try to make some money because of this pandemic putting a hurting on my pockets. I'm not out here fucking nobody for money. Definitely not doing that. Selling services. Any of that. 
and that I had selling drugs, boosting, doing anything like that. I'm trying to earn my money legally until I could land back on my feet. But I'm not going to sit here and act like I don't have good friends and friends that are willing to help me out and assist me with things. Friends that will do things for me to cheer me up. I'm not going to sit up here and act like I don't have good friends because I actually do. And I don't feel like I have to explain that to anybody or hide that from anybody. That's my damn business. If I say I ain't got it, I ain't got it. But that don't mean somebody else doesn't have it and will do something nice for me. So whatever the fuck anybody sees me posting or doing, don't make dumbass assumptions about me that are unwarranted because you're going to get all the, the backlash. You're going to get the back talk. You're going to get everything from me because you are making dumbass assumptions, like I said. Don't make dumbass assumptions about me. If somebody could do something nice to somebody else, they could do something nice to me. I'm not this evil, vindictive, spiteful, mean-ass person that nobody likes. The fuck? People like me, like they like everybody else. The fuck? And I don't have to explain that. Just because you're pissed off at me at the moment for whatever reason doesn't mean nobody else likes me. You're mad at me. Oh, well. You got beef with me. Oh, fucking well. You'll get over it. You'll be okay. And I'm not the type of person that is mean-spirited, that will purposely fuck anybody over. I don't do shit like that. That is not in my nature. I wasn't raised like that, and I don't operate like that. I never have, and I never plan to. I don't ever fuck purposely fuck nobody over. I don't ever. That's just not me. I don't do that. So, mind your damn business or if I explain something to you, you either believe me or you damn don't. That's it. I'm not going to go through no changes with nobody. I'm 46. I ain't going to change with nobody. Especially about circumstances I can I can control. I don't need nothing material. I have memories in my head that I can keep. Everything material can be let go. And that's where I stand with that. I'm not going to sit up here and break my neck to be paying for something that's material. And I don't have it. And I'm not explaining my life away to people when somebody else does something nice to me as if I don't deserve it just like everybody else deserves it. The fuck? I ain't, I'm a human being like everybody else. People like me too. Just because you don't like me at the particular moment, you don't like me for whatever reason, that's on you, baby. That's on you. And I made this podcast specifically to say that and to talk about Sayadil. As well, I wanted to address that as well. Because there were things I didn't get to address in my last podcast. Because unfortunately, I don't know how I cut myself off, but I did. Oh, I I know how. I was watching a video and I cut myself off. Because the video popped up and I didn't expect it to do that. But this podcast is not it's not gonna be really long. It's gonna I'm gonna keep it short. Because I had just released one. 
Friday. So comment on this podcast, give your opinions, subscribe to it, share it. Because even if it doesn't help you, it might help somebody else. I love you guys. And I hope you enjoyed this podcast as short as it was today. And I hope you could gain something from it, gain a little knowledge, gain some insight, gain some insight to me. I'm always open for dialogue about anything, suggestions about my podcast. Talk to me, baby. That's all you got to do. I like when people talk to me versus assuming the worst. I like feedback. So it's all welcomed and appreciated. It is. And I'm out of here, y'all. Later.